Good morning to you. On the phone with me now is Pat Keskard of Compass Commercial. Pat, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Frank. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thanks very much for spending some time with us today. Well, sorry I'm not in studio. We've got uh, friends in town from Montana, so, you know, sorry. Save a little driving time today. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, you've got the Compass Points Q2 report. You want to give us some highlights? Yeah, and for those folks that that want to track this themselves, if they go to the Compass Commercial website, it will automatically pop up that you can register to receive this information quarterly. We don't call you. We don't put you on a mailing list, so uh, do that. The other thing that is available to the general population is Beacon Appraisal produces a monthly report on housing activity, and it is a wealth of information. So if you go to Beacon Appraisal, click on Beacon Report, uh, same thing. You can receive that automatically monthly, and so you have a good sense of what's going on between those two reports, uh, you know, on a, on a regular basis. So our featured article this month, this quarter, was about IRS 1031 exchange considerations. So if you own bare land, or you own an apartment building, or a house, or a commercial building. There is a process the IRS put in place, you know, decades ago, that you can sell that property and replace it with another type of property. So, perfect example, you've got bare land, you can sell it, replace that with income-producing property. There are a lot of rules, but not insurmountable rules. Uh, and how that goes through. So read through that if you want. If you have questions, you know, call one of us, and, and we'll help you connect to the right people. Uh, let's talk about the office market. That's that's the biggest challenge. Uh, if you read uh, national newspapers, anything out of metros, you know, their office market is decimated. Uh, we're not in that situation. So at Compass, we track 2.8 million square feet of office buildings. And right now, there's 4.3% vacant. Now, what that means is there's 119,000 square feet. None of it is really in a super large facility. But what's interesting in these numbers, and we only track properties for lease that are direct with the landlord, not subleased. So if I lease a building and I decided I don't want to be in that office, but I'm committed on a lease, I can sublease it. So we don't track those typically. We are now because uh, as of now, there's another 83,000 square feet of office that's available for sublease. That makes the real percentage of vacancy over 7%. So we're still doing we're still doing a lot of office leasing, a lot of small stuff. So um, you know we'll get through it. You know, take some time. So historically, uh, is that what's how does that meet with your your averages over the years? This four percent and then seven percent. You know, a healthy market is between that five and six percent. That means the landlords, you know, are not going to absolutely hold you at gunpoint. Uh, tenants aren't, you know, going to get a bargain basement deal. So it's kind of an equilibrium, if you will. Uh, it depends upon the space. I mean, 
Class A space or medical space, it is what it is. It's more expensive. There's not much of the real true Class A, so that's going to be more expensive. But, you know, it, it's the interesting thing about a lease, and I can go into this at some point if you want, it's whatever two parties can agree to. I've seen a deal where um, a bank wanted to uh, have a building on a corner. The guy wouldn't sell him the ground, but he ground leased it. But he said at the end of your lease, you got to put a new roof on it, new HVAC, new parking lot. It's whatever two parties can agree to. So it's it's literally in leasing. It's let's make a deal. Hmm. Okay. Uh, retail, we track 4.6 million square feet. There's 129,000 vacant. Uh, that's only 2.8% vacant. And we'll talk a little bit of what's going to change going forward there. But not a not a big deal. A lot of that is older space like in um, uh, where uh, Albertsons is at Wagner Mall. They've got a decent amount of vacancy there. Bend Industrial, that continues to be extraordinarily tight. Uh, we track 4.6 million square feet. Right now, it's 1.26% vacant, 58,000 feet. Not a lot. So, you know, if, if you own an industrial building, uh, you've got a good opportunity to lease it, or the real opportunity right now, even with higher interest rates, if you wanted to sell it and look at a 1031 exchange into something else, you buy yourself a um, home in Phoenix or something that you rent out or, or use occasionally, uh, real high demand in, in industrial. And then Redmond Industrial, same situation. Uh, we track 1.7 million square feet right now. And the percentages, you got to be careful when you talk percentages. Uh, right now, there's five and a quarter percent vacant. Well, what that really is, is about 90,000 square feet. 72,000 of that square feet is in one building. So, again, you you got to be a little careful. But, no, Redmond is on industrial, continues to be extraordinarily strong. All right. Now, you're going to tell us about uh, some things coming up out of the ground and some notable transactions. Yeah. So if you look at development, you know, you've got some apartment buildings going in that essentially are, are infill. So behind Verizon there at Reed Market, 3rd Street, there's some infill going in there of apartments over by the Phoenix Restaurant off of 27th and Highway 20, you know, infill apartments. But there are a number of large projects um, that are going through permitting. Some have received permitting. So like Costco. Uh, Costco, they've received their, their permits. You're going to have Costco. You're going to have other retail. You're going to have a lot of apartments, but that will all have a commercial element to it. On the other side of Cooley Road, on the north side of Cooley Road, a developer has a couple of hundred acres there uh, tied up for a mixture of single-family apartments, uh, single-family dwellings, as well as a commercial element. Not sure when that'll come out of the ground. Uh, Deschutes Market, uh, there's over 220 apartments that just finished. Uh, so we've got, and we'll talk about apartments in a little bit different venue here. Uh, Butler Market, you know, you've got Polish up there with a large 
residential development, but there's a large commercial component to that as well. And there's other ground being developed for residential in that area. Uh, Stevens Ranch, uh, Stevens Ranch at 27th and Reed Market. That's where the new uh, proposed Deschutes uh, County Library will put their 109,000 square foot building. There's going to be, in, oh, I don't want to overstate this, but an incredible housing project there. And it'll be a mix single family, dwelling units, apartments. You know, and they're doing the infrastructure now, and that's probably, a, you know, depending upon the economy, five to ten years, but that, too, has a commercial component. Former build, uh, bulletin site uh, out by Bend Athletic Club, they're building apartments there, uh, building apartments on Century Drive out by uh, Original Pancake. Uh, above the old mill, there's 22 acres there. That's in a development contract. That's going to be a mixture of apartments, townhomes, and commercial. Uh, South Edge of Bend, you know, there's a big project of apartments down there. So they're completing that. So there's more being built there. Chevlin West, there's a development there for housing. Uh, no, I believe there'll be some apartments as well in commercial. Uh, Discovery West, there'll be a commercial aspect to that with uh, apartments and townhomes. Uh, the elbow down by Deschutes County landfill. Uh, that a lot of that lands in contract. Again, some of these projects won't come out of the ground for a number of years. Others will do it in phases, which is a smart way to do it. Uh, Juniper Ridge, relative to industrial, you're going to see quite a bit of development up there. But that's not the small users. That's large developers that have bought large parcels. Um, but talking about apartments, uh, you know, over the last few years, we've had probably over 2,000 apartments come online. Well, right now, either just finished or going to be finished in the next six or eight months, there's another 1,200 apartments. That doesn't count any of the things that I just, you know, articulated that new projects coming out of the ground. These are projects that will be completed reasonably quickly. So does that mean apartment rates are going to come down? A lot of that depends upon the in-migration of people moving to, to Bend. Hopefully, you know, from a standpoint of making Bend more affordable, hopefully we'll have a little bit of, of rent relief in these new projects. But if you've got any questions at all relative to commercial projects, Give us a call. Let us know if we can help you. All right. I appreciate what, it, Pat. What do you think, Frank? Well, I do have one quick question. If, if We've got only about a minute and a half left uh, regarding interest rates. It looks like the Fed is going to continue to go on. Do you see that as having an impact on us? It's having an impact, uh, not as much as we thought. Housing sales are still strong. And, Ben, there's been a little slippage in price. Uh, some of the commercial projects, you know, those have been in the pipeline for years, you know, getting permits, getting financing, and most of those are not highly leveraged. Your production builders now in, in residential, they're not using, for the most part, bank money. A lot of that's private money. You know, you can only get 4 to 5% interest, which is a lot now. Um, so... Private investors are willing to throw money into development ground, particularly in a in a town like Bend, 
where we're not going to expand the UGB for probably some significant amount of time. So it's changing, but it's not anything like 2008. We're not, we, we don't forecast anything like that coming forward. All right. Appreciate it. Pat Kesgard at Compass Commercial, their website, compasscommercial.com. Pat, thank you so much. You bet, Frank. Have a good week.